Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Footy Talk Journal's edition, Adam Peacock here with Michael Chamis. Chammy? Oh, poor old Tim Sheens. He looks older than Danny Widler at Redfern Oval after one-on-one with Ben Teo. Yeah, that's old. Danny? More feuds. Uh, my next one's with Chammy. Okay, excellent. Bring it on. The Junos are in, Michael Chamis, Sydney Morning Herald. How are you, mate? Mr. Matilda, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks. Good. Danny Widler, Nine News, how Lovely are you? Lovely to see you, mate. Uh, congratulations on a massive campaign that you've had. Uh, you've been fantastic. Thanks. It's been great to see what you've been doing. Thanks. It's, it's I didn't why, play. It's, it's why, <laughs> it's why no, a million people to... tuned in last night to listen to, mate, to Adam Peacock. He's a, he's a pro, Chammy. You should aspire to be as good as him. I do aspire to be as good as him. <laughs> it was a good night. It was a good night and good ratings, handy ratings. They're like Danny Widler type. Top of the news break, uh, sports break ratings for uh, the Matildas last night. Are so. you signing the autographs walking down the street? What's <laughs> going on? It's no. Too much, there's too much love in this room today. <laughs> no, there's not. I'm well, surprised you're not wearing your scarf and today. <laughs> I nearly wore a jacket. I nearly wore a yellow scarf. jacket. But what else could you wear? Uh, Jumper, slippers. jersey, whatever it's called. Yeah. My Socceroo slippers, the green and gold ones. <laughs> let's get a workout. Now let's uh, let's talk a bit of rugby league and death taxes and Michael Chamis writing about the West Tigers. Oh. We're going to start with. <laughs> Is that line? That's Lee's line. You can't steal how, Lee's how line. How wrong was he? <laughs> well, he's got to say what he has to say, doesn't he? <laughs> so the five-year plan gets one year into it, and then it's a change plan. I don't know if it's a regeneration or now it's a four-year plan with Benji. Whatever you want to call it, Benji's going to be the coach. How did you get wind of this story, uh, Michael? And are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised because a couple of months ago I wrote a story that Benji will be head coach in 2024 and I think there were people who wrote stories denying that that was going to be the case. But I was always confident that the club had hesitations or concerns around Tim Sheens. Hmm. I want to be mindful of paying Tim Sheens the respect he deserves for what he's done in the game. But the club has been concerned about what he offers and what he brings to the table for for a while. And I'm sure, Danny, you've heard the, the rumblings as well. And if the events of the last few days didn't happen, and, and they will tell you, and it is right that Tim Sheens' management reached out to the club to work out a restructuring arrangement. If that didn't happen, it would have happened in three weeks' time anyway. So yeah. to me, Tim Sheens jumped before he was going to get pushed. First of all, credit to you because you stuck in your ugly chin out and uh, <laughs> you did really well you know, predicting this would happen and it happened and you did well the other day too. It was, it was um, a good story about mm. Tim Sheens and – I actually feel sorry for Tim Sheens in a lot of ways. I don't think the Tigers researched the situation properly before appointing him. Uh, I think that the whole thing was going to fail from the start and I think that – So I, why do you I, feel I, sorry for Tim Sheens then? He, he, that if, if I just feel sorry because he was put in the position. I know he didn't have to do it. He earned X amount of dollars, which would have yeah, been a I lot still feel over, sorry over for a two-year period. I feel like we've seen a, a man who is a great coach – and you, you're too young to remember how great a coach no, no, he was. I was, I will, I was. He was a great coach. Born when, Chammy? 88. Yeah. Well, yeah you, missed, you missed him at the yeah. rest of Yeah, but you look, he was a great coach. Crap, he was, why he I want to be disrespectful he, towards him. But he was an innovator and I feel like this stint has tarnished his reputation. He, hang on a second. I, I agree with you that the Tigers didn't do their due diligence, but to say that like – to actually have sympathy towards Tim Sheens, he took on the job. He took on and the general manager's lot, he's job, taken which he a lot of wasn't bullets. qualified to do. He's taken a lot of bullets for that club. Of course he has. But he- and now he's gone. Whatever whatever happened, with whether it was him or them, or we've known so for a long time. So what do they time. do then, Danny? They just sit there and say, yeah, oh, it's not working, but because you're, you're a legend of the game, 
you know what? Let's hang around for a couple of years. And they she, shouldn't have done it in the first place. Like, like I like, agree with you. Like Anthony Griffin. But Jim Sheens was brought to the club. But, Michael, how come we can see that these moves are the wrong moves and people who are, I'm sure Lee has been telling right himself as a very smart man, right? I'm sure he does. I'm sure that Justin Pascoe sees himself as a smart man. How come those two guys and a very well-respected board can't say, is this really? I mean, just because they hear Phil Rothfield say them at a lunch, oh, Look, maybe I, you should appoint him as I've, coach. I think there's a, a, this story about how, how but, it was all no, brought but, up at but, a but lunch. Michael, it was, how, it, there why, were things in the pipeline before that. Why can we see this is not going to work and a club who has been battling for years to well, get they out may of, be out of, looking through the situation through rose-coloured glasses. I think the Tim Sheens that they all remembered, some of those people there were involved with the club, may not have been the Tim Sheens that came back. What happened? And I agree Shanks. with you. With his coaching ability, you look at Wayne Bennett, game, game hasn't has passed changed. him by. Craig he, Bellamy, game hasn't passed him okay, by. Okay, the difference between those blokes is Tim was in England for a decade and hmm. then that gives, that gives the game an opportunity to pass somebody by because okay. he's away from the cut and thrust and the game's changed a lot. The environment's changed a lot in, in the NRL. Even dealing with palookas like us has changed a lot. The whole, the you know, the whole system, every, everything's changed. It seems and, a lot of trust now, a lot more trust is put with assistant coaches as opposed to back in the day. Yeah. That's what it yeah, feels well, like. Well, the good ones, the good coaches are able to delegate. Mm. But if, if he knew his job was to wear the bullets for two years for Benji, why walk? If he, he is wearing well, bullets. Maybe because he's had enough of people okay. like you. Okay, so he's had enough. <laughs> he's had enough. You're, you're, you're saying he's out of a job three weeks ago or five weeks ago. I said that. How do you think he feels turning up to work in front of a group of men who are supposed to respect him and they're reading well, the Michael Chambers saying, uh, Tim Sheens is a dead man walking. I didn't write that. I said whatever that you said. I said that the club will move to give Benji Marshall more responsibility that he will become the head Which coach. Which makes Tim Sheens a hired bodyguard for Benji. A 72 or 73-year-old bodyguard. How about this theory? That maybe Tim has looked at Benji and what he's doing with the team, and we can't see it right now with the results. He's thinking, you know what? He's ready. He's ready. Uh, I'm getting out of the way. I think it's the only option that he can say right now. Benji has been coaching this team largely for a a long time, and the results haven't been good. But what I will say is they might be sitting last two or three wins behind the Dogs and the the, um, Dragons. They've been a much better football team than those two sides. They I haven't agree. got the wins, but their performances have been better. They've been more consistent throughout that period. Yep. And the wooden spoon is not reflective of the way they are. The Dragons or the Bulldogs deserve the wooden spoon this year. Mm. I think the Tigers haven't been as bad as their result. Table doesn't no. lie. But, well, no, it does. Look at the Bulldogs no, it differential. It I've does. never known uh, the this, table to lie. This table lies. There's it's too many buyers in it. Or I, it lies. The, the season is too long for the table to lie. You're telling me the Bulldogs have been better than the Tigers I'm not year. saying that. I'm well, just saying. So you say the table's lying. Yeah, it, could, it could be even those If two. I'm a Tigers fan, they are much better in a much better position than they were 12 months earlier. Jamie, a much better position. I'm reading the rundown, right? Yeah. It says, <laughs> should Lee slash Pasco be accountable? Yes. Now, this is probably, oh, okay. They who, should. They made so the wrong that, decision. Does that mean they should be out of the place? No, they should be. Just, well, they're not going. This I don't get this. Everyone's like, oh, they should be gone. They should be gone. They have no intention of going and no one's going to force them out. The way this club is structured. No one a can private, force them out or they're not. Well, Justin can, the board can move Justin on. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the year that Justin does move on. Mm. There's been but, a lot of rumors that, that that could happen. There is a lot of talk around that, but Lee Hadjipentelis and the board that decided to put Tim Sheens into the general manager role, well, first of all, yep. before we even became coach, if you did your homework, there were concerns. 
there were people at the club laughing at his ability to handle the technology and his ability to actually do his job because I don't don't knock people that can't do technology. Well, you're a general manager of rugby league. Part of that is sending emails and not getting other people to do it for you. What are you saying? Well, someone, said, someone sent his emails. I'm like, look, I said I don't want to disrespect him, but I'm saying to you, I don't think Tim Sheen's had the qualifications to do the, the general manager job on his own. Then he gets thrown into the into the head coaching role. No one's doing the general manager role anymore. And all of a sudden, we're expecting him to be able to do both. Tim Sheens was in a position, he had to make the decisions what was best for that club. They asked him, I think Tim should have seen, I can't, this isn't for me to do both. This is why I'm your point here, you feel sorry for him. He took on those responsibilities. He got the money for it. What He should, if he was not up to it, he should have said he wasn't up so to who's, it. So whose fault is this season? If it's not your man Lee, if it's Did not you your expect man, him to make the eight? Pasco. Yeah. He's, he's got the Basmore mentality yeah. towards the West Tigers. Yeah. They should be if winning it, the comp. Yeah, if it's not those two, not last. if it's not Benji, if it's not Sheen, well, what is it? Is it the players? The, no, the, the club is to blame for bringing Tim so, Sheen to the club. But, but, but I'm applauding the club for making the decision yesterday. Good decision, yes. Yes, should, to move on and not happened. let this struggle continue for years or another 12 Michael, months. we shouldn't have been in this situation to Agreed. start with. Agree. They, I'll tell you something, though. When you get what to the are you going to tell me? No, no, when you get to the point that they have where they have – Player agents coming to them saying, our players feel as though they're not getting coached properly. And then you have- well, Hang on, hang on. Benji's the coach. No, well, I'm saying- so you said general, five minutes ago, Benji's a coach. Well, he is. Yeah. So he's not coaching him properly. Is that what you're saying? Their concerns were around Tim Sheens. And in a way, yes, okay. Benji Marshall. Okay. And, I'm, I'm and others in that club, because I think that, that, that Tim Sheens won't be the only one going. I think there are concerns around the defensive coaching there, which was run by David Ferner. Yeah, I, th I think you're I, right. I wouldn't be surprised to see David Ferner- Moved on at the end of the season. Which, again, is that disrespecting a guy who's done a lot in the game as well? Is, well, it, is well, it all his fault? I don't no, know. No, it's not all his fault. And, and, and it is the, and so the club's Benji's fault the for coach. these You're people. telling me Benji's the coach and people are saying they're not being coached properly. I'm trying to get your story right. Benji has been – I said this last week. Benji has been sitting on the fence trying to be respectful to Tim Sheens because right. he doesn't want to be accused of sabotaging a legend of the club. So he has had – one foot so in, one foot out, trying to coach the team. Tied. This hasn't been the Benji Marshall show completely. Right, mm. right. Next year we get to see that. Yep. I, I think there are signs from the Tigers that they're they're improving at a faster rate than the other two teams that I spoke about earlier. I keep hearing they've got good players coming through. Look, I don't I don't watch the the lower grades or the juniors to comment on that. But that's what people are saying. Yeah. They've got good. They've got a good crop of youngsters coming through. Sheens was saying that publicly. So there are some. Well, the start of the season, there, Sheen's are, said, there is some hope, but they haven't got a half. Well, they don't. They don't. They're taking risks, but there are no halves out there. This is the, this is well, how do you how do you improve without a half? This is everyone's having a crack at Gus and the Bulldogs the other day about what are they Why doing? What are they doing? No, because this is related to it. Everyone's saying they got to go out there. They got to get a half. He's actually obliged to mention Gus Gould at least three <laughs> times. How do they go the out and get halves? Within the first seven yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. of a podcast, <laughs> he just looks at you and he says, "Gus, <laughs> he thinks your name's Gus." Okay. Sorry, Gus Wilder. Wilder. Go, go, go read the message from back, you earlier. When go you, back to your heart. When you declared that you were on Team Gus, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to read some of your messages? No, leave them out, please. Shall I put some of those out there? Jeez, you are a mosquito, aren't you? Right. We won't know about this West Tigers thing. It's great that we can debate it and everything like that, but we won't know. The true outcome of whether or not this is the right decision until next well, July. Well, can't be the wrong decision, Adam. It can't get any worse. Chammy, is Benji up to it? People I've spoken to within mm -hmm. the playing group yep. are very impressed by the way he handles yep. it. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't translate to wins, though. What happens when this guy rocks up to one of his press conferences and starts frying him with questions? Is Benji he going to be okay Benji with that? can handle it. I think Benji's yeah. going to talk tomorrow. Yeah. My mail is that Tim Sheens won't talk this season. It'll be Benji for the rest of the year. Okay. Well, that's good. 
That's, I think that's that's a that's a positive thing. At least we can deal with the guy who's now the coach. There you go. You lock yourself in for Friday morning out at uh, Concord. Chammy will Danny. be there. Yeah. I might even <laughs> so, make an appearance. Chammy lives yeah. there. He's got a condo at the I back of the Centre of afford, Excellence. I can't afford to live in Concord. What are you talking about? <laughs> he rides around the back of Lee's limo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, uh, Tavita Pangai Jr., Taking up boxing, mm. I did a footy talk yesterday with Gordon Tallis. I'm happy for the guy because he's come to a realisation, you know what, I'm not actually enjoying myself as much as I should enjoy life. I'm going to go punch someone in the head and get punched <laughs> in the head. So if that's the way he wants to play it, good on him. And he's given up a bit of coin as well, yep. putting himself out there. It's not, you know, Sonny Bill Williams, Anthony Mundine-esque, just taking off and, and doing this. He's doing it the right orderly way and the Bulldogs are sounds like they're supporting him. It's closer to the Mundine decision than... The Sonny Bill ones, I think. Like Sonny mm. Bill went off and played rugby. Yep. Mundine quit rugby league kind of out of the blue. Yeah, he to just become took a off. boxer. Yeah. And look, Mundine was already established as a potential superstar boxer because of the mm. bloodlines. And he was a, at the time, far, like he was a huge name. Mm. Look, Tavita's a, a well known figure in the, in the sport and he has had very minimal fighting experience. So I consider this a considerable risk. Uh, for him, but clearly things weren't working for him at the Bulldogs. There is no way he was playing to the level that we all think he can play. Dogs would be happy with the cap space freed up as well, won't they? I think that's 100% right. Yeah. I mean, look, next year. You believe it, Danny? As a mouthpiece for Philip Ronald Gould, <laughs> wow. can I ask you, do you think that Tavita Pangor Jr. I believe it. didn't get a cent of his $750,000? I believe year? it. Not a cent. Believe it. Hang on, wasn't it reported he got two fifty of it? It was reported in the, in the Daily Telegraph that they believed he was given two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I, believe I, that I to be accurate? He, I think he. You know, I'm close to that part of the world. Um, <laughs> Is Kamal. that what you call it? <laughs> well, I'm also I also am close to Tavita. Yeah. Or I know him quite well. I would yeah. say, and I I would say that I believe that he didn't get any money. Zilch. Zilch. Like he got paid out for the rest. He would get paid for the rest of this until season. end of October. But. Yeah. Beyond that, I believe he didn't get anything. Can you understand why people, though, would say yes, of who course. walks away from $750,000 yeah. for nothing? Well, there's one over here Well, thinking that. <laughs> you know what? I think the reaction of um, Coda Nasa, who's going to be his promoter, mm. said it best. He said, it's madness. But some people said that it was just a cover for the whole, to make it it's look like that. It's not a cover. Is... I know what, you know what Coda's like. Yeah. He's not a, he doesn't lie. Yeah, you know? I agree with you. He was actually angry about it. It would have been good. I mean, look, probably in in the in an orderly scheme of things, he could have finished the season, had a couple of fights in the offseason potentially, see how he goes, build up his name some more, have another season. Didn't the dog say it. you can't do that? Didn't they I, say I you know. can't be both? I don't know if he. Oh well, you, I think you interviewed Gus last night. Did he say that that wasn't the case? There was there was never a conversation about it was league never, versus boxing. He said okay. that it was a, a thunderbolt or something rather came out of the blue. Oh, I don't know but if it I, came out of the blue. I spoke to people at the club. I think Cameron Seraldo has been aware that there's been he's been unsettled. He's been unsettled, but also has a, a desire to, to explore that. And on what day was it? Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday. It, it's Good luck hit. To the guy. One thing I'll say is that the boys or the team made a pact to try and keep it internal. Uh, once Tavita had informed everyone, that lasted. It lasted long? a few hours. I think there's. A, I think there are people at the club disappointed that someone within that group had gone out and deliberately tried to sabotage but that what happens. they were doing. That, well, yeah, it happens, that happens all the time. Jamie, it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, look, we, that's not the. I don't think that's the big drama. All this. I think it's just a. It's a bit of a. It's a gutsy decision. Mm. It's a brave decision because mm. Tavita's got a family. Where does his next dollar come from after this? You know, he's walking can away he, from. Can he fight? 
these are all questions that have to be answered, don't they? I mean, we've seen him in the ring and he knocked some bloke out. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I'd be scared of him too, but I, I don't know. There's a bit more to it than looking. Absolutely. Scary. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a it's a genuine risk. But I guess the other thing is if he tries it, doesn't work by some chance, I'm sure there is no doubt that someone will, will bank well, on Well, that's why I thought that if he did get, let's, let's say, for example, the figures that have been thrown out, if he did get 250. Yep. It covers him for a little while, goes and fights, makes a bit of money there. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, can, he probably walks into a $400,000 contract somewhere. He hasn't lost too much. I understand where you're coming from. But he's not going to need 750 next year if he, if he no, comes No, but back I, understand, I understand why you think that. But yeah. from everything I've been told, zero. I believe well, you, Danny. Chammy, Chammy, that's kind of his setup with Channel 9 and the Herald. So it's like the fullback is the 250 at the Herald and then he <laughs> tops up with the 400, whatever he gets from. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know. Did he show you a contract? Yeah, yeah. I've been hanging out with Lee. <laughs> Lee did the deal for me. <laughs> yeah. Made that sure all the clauses limo. were okay. okay. The appendix was okay. <laughs> um, SFX, uh, letting Jerome Luai. So SFX, one of the biggest uh, player agencies going around and a lot of top-end talent with SFX, George Mimas and, and co. Uh, Jerome Luai, letting Jerome talk to the Panthers. Now, this is under the umbrella of they're together, but they want to split and Jerome wants to go his own way with a new agent, but the contract is still binding until a certain date, but SFX have said to Jerome, yeah, you can go and talk. We won't take the commission on a new deal. Caveat, you can only talk to one club and that's your current club. Well, the is caveat- that the, Is that the story? I've, well, he can't talk to any other club anyway until then because sure. he, no, it's not until November 1 he can negotiate. The caveat was that he can't negotiate with the Panthers with another agent. He has to do it the deal himself. So they've let him go freelance and... Yeah. So yeah. The, I think it's a favour to Penrith. I think George Mimas has a... Well, I don't think. I know that George Mimas has a great relationship with a lot of the key figures at Penrith. He we manage uh, manages Nathan. He yeah. manages Ivan. He's mm. looking after Dylan Edwards at the moment. He's got okay, quite yeah. a few influential figures at the club. So he's doing the club a favour. And in negotiations at a time, in negotiations with Dylan Edwards, it's not a bad thing to be doing favours with it's the club. It's smart management. It is smart management. But Savvy. also, I also wonder, is he calling... Jerome's bluff, or is this a is this a ploy to to flush out whether or not Jerome has an agent ready to go? Because Jerome's telling people that he hasn't. Well, the rumor is the rumor is Black Money, who manage I think Latrell, yeah. Cody, Jack White, and that they could be the ones who are likely to take over. Yeah, and I guess I mean unless you audit the guy's phone. No, like he's absolutely getting well, some advice from well, somewhere. I, I can, It'd be mad not to. Yeah. Well, I, th I think. I don't know what Jerome's motivation is, but I think if Penrith go to him looking to do a deal and Jerome hasn't got any desire whatsoever to sit down with them, I think that'll be a sign that something's happening in the background. Yeah. Well, that, that that would be my guess. It's going to cost Jerome probably at least $800,000 over a four-year contract if he stays at Penrith, right? Cost him? Yeah, oh, like he, he'll, he'll give, give up. up. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll get over nine at Penrith. Well... Let's say he gets well, 900, max. If he goes on max. the open market as a half, there are no halves. Yeah. But what are you saying is whatever the figure is, whether yeah. it be 700, it's 900, him, it's 1. Cost 1, him he's taking unders to stay. If he stays. But then you make that up by not having to pay well, the commission. Well, I if, if he signs 900, if he signs a $900,000 deal with Penrith Well, you told me a couple of weeks own, ago he's not going to get more than eight. Uh, yeah, but you you got to consider Ratchet, the salary cap going up. I reckon it'll average it's, out to be eight fifty. Sounds like a CA, doesn't it? 900. Hey? I've been doing a little bit of math. Mate, are you going to be in charge of the Tigers next week? <laughs> According to you, anyone, anyone will be better than what's in there. I didn't say that. Well, you did. Look out, Justin. I'm coming for you, brother. But $216,000 is the figure that he will save if he does the deal directly with Penrith for 900000 over four years. It's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money you're handing to someone else. Mm, that's decent. But as Danny said, 
if he goes and gets 1.1, then… So what halves are off? I mean, I, I think the everyone's talking about Tom Dearden as well the following year. Tom Dearden, yeah. He's, he's a quality player, but it'd be hard to extract him from… Adam Reynolds, but Reynolds. I, I, I don't, he resign? I think, you know. I think they're working towards an extension, but I don't think it's done. Mm. So there's um, a couple of there's not, but Luke Keary, but I can't see him go. No, he, the talk is going to retire. So there isn't. Jerome is going to be in a strong position. So he's a prime half, probably who's going to be off. I reckon Jerome could play seven, and having spoken to people who yeah, know him quite I th- well, I think he can and too. what he did with Samoa, I think he could play seven. Mm. At a good club, do you lose some club. of his dazzling footwork though at seven? Like, does he? I love watching him a bit out wide and dancing around the place, running back in the forwards. I think you'll have to. It'll be a different game. I'll tell you what. Not that I say, not that anything is happening of this, but I think if he's coached by someone like a Benji Marshall, mm-hmm. you get a game plan around the way he plays. And, yep. and Benji played a lot of six, more than number seven, a few times towards the end of the career, sort of developed into that number seven who can control. I sort of see the same thing with Jerome Law. I, I think him and Benji working together would actually be a, a really good combination. The, the question that comes last. I can smell a Tigers uh, chasing <laughs> Luai story oh, coming right. up. <laughs> right, next, just, next Monday probably. Can't we just yeah. spitball ideas here? <laughs> I, can just, just I know how you work, Chammy. How do I work? Why would I tell everyone if that was a story that was going to happen? Why would I tell them? Because you, you just need the limo driver to... No, man. Okay, and then you're Mosquitoes off. are smarter than that. We wouldn't just drop our stories here. <laughs> oh, we're going to take a break back in a sec. We're back with Footy Talk last week. We talked about feuds between journos and players. And Danny Widler, our old mate in here, decided to bring up uh, what went down nearly a decade ago when Ben Teo yeah. was at uh, Souths and the press conference descended into high fast when Ben wouldn't talk to Danny. Ben, who's part of the listener and Triple M Network here, had this to say earlier in the week. Look, I now work in the media. He works in the same network as me. You know, th- there's no problem with me. I think a lot of the things that happen are left in the past and... I don't hold grudges. Um, obviously, he still remembers it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a funny time and it probably made its way uh, viral through YouTube, our, our interaction or altercation, as you call it, uh, on camera. But no problem on my end. And maybe we can get together one day and do a footy talk. I reckon so. we should do a show together, the three of us. Yeah. I'll, I'll police it. I'm not sure about that, Dubbo. I think we'll uh, <laughs> take up that. Um, <laughs> but uh, to Ben, a garage is just a place to park his car, as Tony Greg once said of it all, man, Danny. So, that uh, was actually nice to hear. I mean, we I've copped heaps over the years for that that T.O. confrontation. And whenever I do a story and people don't like it, they sort of say, oh, we wish, wish T.O. took care of you. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of comments you're telling me under the uh, – when we posted on socials were – yeah. Similar. It was pretty um, much, uh, there's one constant in all this and it's not the players. But we have views. Like, <laughs> things happen. Things happen. And, like, I was actually um, really impressed with the way Ben handled that. And, yeah, let's get a podcast on with him. Get Chammy out. Well, no, yeah, when Chammy's out at Concord one day, we'll get him well, in. Am I the only one disappointed that went that way? <laughs> I was hoping. I was actually driving back from Wollongong on Saturday and I listened to Triple M. And he spoke about it on Saturday on Triple M and they brought it up. And I was really excited. Like, I was actually looking forward to him bagging Danny. I was what a letdown. Have you ever had, Chammy, when you've written a story that's kind of like you told the one of Ryan Madison last week, but another story where you've you've rattled a cage and the next time you've actually been in the, the company of said person or people, you're thinking to yourself, Oh, this is gonna be fun. I'll I'll try my best here, put my hand out. And they've actually gone, Hey you go, mate. Oh, don't worry about that. Uh or it not, doesn't not, not, yeah, I wrote at the start of the, a little bit. I wrote at the start of the year that Clint Gutherson, well, the Eels were going to 
look start looking for a potential fullback and the X factor, the X factor, right. yeah, which right. I stand by. Which they did try to do. They they actually tried to. I heard someone bagging it the other day. I can't remember. Mm. Who it was. Yeah, I heard someone bagging it too. That was it. Was <laughs> trying it wasn't to happen. me. They failed. No, it wasn't you. But they failed in their pursuit. They looked at Jaden Campbell, which I think yeah. would have been. Yeah, fantastic. So they did look song. for X Factor. They did. Yeah, and I had yeah, no issues right. with it. But I rocked up the next day, and and the boss said to me, "Well, and look, I know you bag me. I don't get allowed to a lot of media mm. opportunities because I do a lot of the stuff in the shadows. But mm. it's where you belong. To. I, Brad Arthur was up for media, and I was going there, and Brad was. Happy. Oh, he was in, he was shocked that day when you turned <laughs> yeah, up. Wasn't you saw he? the video. Didn't <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, "What are you doing here? You don't. I'm not going. to, Well, I won't repeat the language. You can. He can beep it out. Go. Oh, yeah. Well, he said, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> Make sure that doesn't go in. I'll get in trouble from Ben Cody, my boss. Leave the Cody part out. Keep the. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, but, Ben. Mate, but, you know, I owned up to it. And, and the reality is, a lot of people think that when, they, when players or coaches or officials go and deny things, they take it as gospel. You got to realize they can't say what they think a lot of the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying Brad in that situation. Or, or no, you know a lot what? of the time. Yeah. Well, no, even, even yesterday, like the Tigers around Tim Sheen's. They're not going to come out and say, yeah, we've had, we've had you know, people raise concerns about his coaching. They did by the end of the day. Like, you know, well, that was the narrative by the end of the day. Yeah, but they weren't saying it directly. No, no. This is the thing. Fans you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have gone with that story unless you'd had it on very good authority. Well, this, it's happening for a reason. Yeah. It's happening for a reason. Same with that's what That's what people don't always understand. And they think, oh, yeah, the club's coming out and denied it. Mm. But that's the you, – you, you have to put your reputation on the line. If you know it to be true, then you go with the story. And sometimes you know it's going to come with a denial. And, and you've been in that situation, oh, haven't you? Stacks oh, of time. <laughs> but you just got to oh, – one story I did was really strongly denied. Is it, have we got time for this? Yeah. Or, yeah. We got Danny. Was about, always for you, mate. It was about um, – I think it was about Craig Gower going to European rugby. I did a story of the stand-up and all that sort of stuff and, you know, explained what was going to happen. And Craig Gower arrived back in Australia, called me whatever he wanted to call me. I don't know what mm. it was. Some journal printed it. The Seven Network ran my piece to camera – on their news <laughs> so, and saying how wrong it was. <laughs> what about that? See, that's what I wanted from Ben Teo. A little bit of spice. 24 hours, Craig Gow's off to European rugby. <laughs> I also copped it. I also copped it deluxe from Ray Hadley. He hammered me about it. <laughs> to his credit, he then said he was wrong and it hammered Craig Gower about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's wanted to hammer someone. Oh, <laughs> anyway, it was, yeah. So Who did the happened. seven report? Was it old Paddy Mollahan? <sighs> The seven Ma No, Nick Marshall McCormack might be. I could be oh, wrong. Oh, the hyphen. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it was him. But I mean, You've outseen a lot of Channel 7 reporters. I'm not going to get into that, Chammy. <laughs> Who's your favourite Channel 7 <clears throat> opponent? <clears throat> I like Adam Peake. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one you enjoyed going head to? Who challenged you the most? Over yeah, that's a good I, one. I find everybody challenging. No, no, I, don't, I, this is, I this respect, is not, He's acting like a CEO. Answer the question. <laughs> I respect everybody. Answer the question. I respect Who's everybody I'm up against. against. Who was, the hard, who was the hardest all to difficult. This is boring. Tony Peters. <laughs> Channel 10. Yeah. No, they're all difficult. Answer the question. Come I'm, on, I'm, answer, I'm answering the question with honesty. I respect all my opposition. Just give us a name. This that is, was like Chami, I'm not like you. I'm not, I'm not a this is big noter. Josh Masood? <laughs> he, was, he was a good reporter. Yeah. yeah. He kept you up at night? No. <laughs> we got nothing nothing kept him. him up at night. No. Oh, bed by seven o'clock. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> my night, my night sort of kept you up in the morning. morning. He gets up in the night. I he know, gets up I at know. four o'clock in the morning he and takes up, pictures of the sometimes sunset. Earlier. He should do the Today Show. That's mad, man. Don't start that. Crazy stuff. No, you're the only white ant here. Hey, don't put him on the Today Show. Next thing you know, he'd be 
bloody having a blue with Michael Clark in Noosa. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, he's all over the tabloid news and Daily Mail and everything like that. Uh, last one, guys, for today. Josh Huster moving to the back row. I like the move as a manly. Just it's going to happen next year, so I may as well just get him used to it again. You, give Jackie uh, Arthur a okay, go. You're manly, right? Yep. Are you happy paying him 800 back rower? I think it's overs at the moment. He's got to prove a lot. Not? I'm not going to say it's going to be a disastrous uh, deal. It's a bit like the Tim Sheen's one. It could work, it could not. Mm. But Might not even be right, Adam. I wrote the story during the week that he was moving to the back row, then Manly go and name him at six. Oh. These are the games that people play. No, I'm, that, this is the thing. Yeah. You write the story, be prepared for the potential for Manly yeah. not to name him, but I'm more than they comfortable They listed him at six, but Jake Arthur was listed at 14, was I'd he not? I'd be stunned if Josh Schuster doesn't start from the bench. There you go. The bench? Mm-hmm. I thought it would be the back row. I'm hearing he might be benched. Huh. Listen well, to you. But look- when you talk about talented players, you can see the talent there, can't you? I We've mean, spent you, a lot of time talking about Josh Rooster yeah, this year on this particular just, podcast. but You look at him and you go, wow, that, that mm. guy can do anything on his day. Mm. Uh, you don't agree? Uh, I don't think can he's got he, talent. I, don't, I, don't, I, I well, honestly don't, think, don't see him having – I can see him. I, you know what? I'll make a bet with you right now. He doesn't finish his contract at Manly. I'm not a betting man. Make it with Adam. Okay. Yeah, Adam, cool. Yeah. We we're bet? still going to be doing this podcast in four years. Oh, yeah, that's that's actually a better. That's a, that's <laughs> haven't, a better you, bet. haven't you signed an extension yet? <laughs> that's only a two year. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm going to set for it's four. a two year plan, Jamie. I've got a four year that's, with a one extension. That, is a, in my that favor. is a far better bet. Are we, are we here in four years' time? Like <laughs> <laughs> on the planet, let alone uh, yeah, like in the studio. Our ratings? Mate, I go. The Matildas to... are envious of our ratings. I'm happy second by second. That's how I live. <laughs> I don't think he lives up to the talent. I think. Um, I hope he does. Because he's got to add, in my unknowledgeable opinion, which is laced with a bit well, of that's knowledge. that's BS. You've got knowledge. You've, well. And you watch I, these things. He closely. needs to take the line on more. He needs to run through the line more. All he wants to do at the moment is stop, start, pass, put someone in a hole, second man play out the back, whatever. So that's a mentality. His, his, his passing game is elite. That's great. It's, it's unbelievable. But you see the defensive line now stop when he stops. Yeah. And they're waiting for that ball. I, I can't remember the last time. When he burst on the scene two years ago when Tommy Turbo had that year, he was doing it all the time and Tommy Turbo around the back and it just befuddled everyone. But it now what does that mean? people have worked him out. Confused. Confused. <laughs> Confused you. you. Befuddled, <laughs> befuddled you with befuddle. If he Jamie runs it line a few more times, really dumb, he's a different player. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's no, enough. I, footy I, I talk on footy talk. On, <laughs> I take your point on it. I just I think people warn Manly not to sign that deal for 800000 and I think his agent – Realised at the time that there was enough people bagging him. I think we wrote that the Tigers had had no interest or Benji Marshall had no interest in signing Josh Schuster and his manager did the smart thing and signed the, mm. the contract as soon as he could. And yeah. now he can worry about Josh Schuster and what his future means. If he wants to move him on, guess what? Josh Schuster still guaranteed $800,000. It was smart to get him what he did. I don't think it was smart for Manly to offer him the money that they did. Yeah, Manly have put a lot of eggs in baskets we're not quite sure about next year. Well, how do they of... juggle? They juggle Cherry Evans on huge dollars, Trubojevic yeah. brothers on huge dollars, and Schuster on huge dollars. I, I reckon Ola Kowatu will be out the door. I, rec- I really do. I think Ola Kowatu will be at the West Tigers. There you go. Oh, okay, you've signed him as well. He will be. Well done. You're, leaving, you're putting all your best material out here, Jamie. <laughs> because hopefully we can delete it later and no one will have said it. <laughs> you just thought about that and you thought, I should have put that in the paper first. <laughs> anyway. If I'm Ben Cody. Yeah, hi, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. Enjoy that one. You. Have a good week and the weekend. It? Yeah, that's it. I'm a bit befuddled by that. <laughs> See you, <laughs> <So> later. <laughs>